Our God is always, every moment, a God of new beginnings. So just let go of yesterday. It's gone. God's mercy is anew every morning. Therefore, embrace this day. It is His gift. Take a deep breath. Lift up your heart. We will discover how to find the sacred, the presence of God in all things. In order to do that today, you need two items, just two. And the good news is, you got them. One, you need a problem. Second, you need a purpose. And you need both. And I'll tell you why. We're walking through Genesis, and on the sixth day, we reach the highlight of it. As you know, through all the days God has been creating by speaking, let there be light, he says. Let there be a vault. Let there be water. Let the water teem with living creatures. Now, on the sixth day, God says in verse 26, let us make humankind in our image. Notice the shift in language here because it's significant, and we do the same thing. God goes from let there be, what a wonderful thing, to a more intense personal engagement. This time he doesn't say let there be. He doesn't say let the ground bring forth. He says let us make. And he may say us because it's the royal we of majesty. Christians have always speculated maybe there's a little hint of the Trinity right in there. Let us make human beings. Now God is rolling up his sleeves, getting his hands a little dirtier than he has so far. Let us make human beings in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. And then he creates human beings in his image, and he blesses them. And then this mandate that he's giving to people is so important that it actually gets repeated. God says to them, be fruitful, increase, fill the earth, subdue it, rule over the fish of the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves along the ground and gives them creation. And the idea here now is that God is giving to human beings the glory, the uh, marvelous burden of being responsible. We are agents and we are accountable. We are to exercise dominion. That means we're not to abdicate. We're not to withdraw. We need to have a purpose. We're also not to dominate. We're to serve. We're to love. We're to care for the earth that God made and particularly the creatures that he put into it and especially the other image bearers like us. We need a purpose and God gives it to us. Every human being receives a purpose. We cannot create that. We can't create meaning for our own. So we're given it by God. And then it always requires some kind of problem to be solved, some kind of task to be accomplished. We often feel like we'd like to get away from that, that if all of our problems were solved, we'd be happy. Actually, if a creature has no stress, no problem to achieve, it dies. Even amoeba do that. There was an experiment in Berkeley many years ago that found if they took all the stress out of the environment of a little amoeba, it just died. You need a problem you have a purpose. So what I want to do today, and most of the time that's left, is read. This is from a book, Being Mortal, by Atul Gawande, a story that I love. I think you're going to love this, about people who were given a problem and a purpose, and it brought them life. This is the story of a guy named Bill Thomas. He was a doctor, very creative, kind of a pain in the neck, big salesman. He went to Chase Memorial Nursing Home, where there were 80 
resonance. Uh, many of them were in some kind of decline dimension. So, and he said that they had to battle the three great plagues, what he calls the three great plagues, boredom, loneliness, and helplessness. That will destroy any human being. And to attack them, he said, we need life. So he got this idea and he talked to the administrator of the hospital, a guy named Halbert. He said, um, we got to bring in some animals. And Halbert said, well, we've tried a dog or two in the past and that really worked out, but I'd be willing to try again. So Thomas said, let's try two dogs. Halbert said, the medical code doesn't allow that. Thomas said, let's just put it down on paper. There was silence for a moment. Even the small step pushed up against the values at the heart, not just of nursing home regulations, but also of what nursing homes believe that they principally exist for, the health and safety of elders. They thought health and safety consists in removing problems and barriers and health risks. Uh, Albert remembered the scene real vividly. I said, this is the administrator talking, all right, all right, I'll put it down. I was beginning to think, I'm not really into this as much as you are, but I'll put two dogs down. Now, Thomas said, what about cats? I said, what about cats? We got two dogs down on paper. Some people aren't dog lovers. They like cats. You want dogs and cats? Let's put it down for discussion purposes. I said, okay, I'll put a cat down. No, 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 no. We have two floors. How about two cats on both floors? I said, you want to propose to the health department two dogs and four cats? Just put it down. I said, all right, I'll put it down. I think we're getting off base here. It's not going to fly with them. Thomas wasn't done. One more thing. What about birds? I said, the code says very clearly, no birds allowed in nursing homes. But what about birds? What about birds? Just picture. Look out your window right now. Picture we're in January, February, three feet of snow outside. What sounds do you hear in the nursing home? I said, well, you hear some residents moaning. You hear TVs on. You hear an announcement over the PA system. He said, yeah, but what are those sounds that are sounds of life, positive life? You're talking bird song? Yes. How many birds are you talking to create this bird song? He said, let's put down a hundred. One hundred birds in this place, I said, you've got to be out of your mind. Have you ever lived in a house that had two dogs and four cats and 100 birds? He said, no, but wouldn't it be worth trying? And so they did. An example of scale. This was shock therapy. So they decided to just do, bring in everything at once. They ordered 100 parakeets for delivery on the same day. Had they figured out how to bring 100 parakeets into a nursing home? No, they had not. When the delivery truck arrived, the bird cages hadn't. Therefore, the driver released them into the beauty salon on the ground floor, shut the door, and left. The cages arrived later that day, but in flat boxes, unassembled. It was total pandemonium, Dr. Thomas said. The memory of it still puts a grin on his face. He's that sort of person. It was a kind of glorious chaos. What a great picture of what it is that God made. He goes from chaos to glorious chaos. Gradually, people started to accept that filling that nursing home with life was everybody's task. You have a purpose, and that purpose is life. 
And they did so not because of any rational set of arguments or compromises, but because the effect on resonance soon became impossible to ignore. The resonance began to wake up and come to life. You need a problem and you need a purpose. People who we had believed were not able to speak started speaking, Thomas said. People who had been completely withdrawn and non-ambulatory started coming to the nurse's station and saying, I'll take the dog for a walk. All the parakeets were adopted and named by the residents. The lights turned back on in people's eyes. God loves it when our eyes light up with life. He is the light of the world. In a book he wrote about the experience, Thomas quoted from journals that the staff kept, and they described how irreplaceable the animals became to the daily lives of residents, even ones with advanced dementia. There is a reason why Genesis reads the way that it reads, why God made what it is that God made. The inhabitants of Chase Memorial Nursing Home now included 100 parakeets, four dogs, two cats, plus a colony of rabbits and a flock of laying hens. There were also hundreds of indoor plants, a thriving vegetable and flower garden. The home had on-site child care for staff, a new after-school program. Researchers studied the effects of this program over two years. Comparing a variety of measures for Chase's residents with those of residents at another nursing home nearby, their staff found the number of prescriptions required per resident fell to half of that of the control nursing home. Psychotropic drugs for agitation like Haldol decreased in particular. The total drug cost fell to just 38% of the comparison facility. Deaths fell 15%. The study couldn't say why, but Thomas thought he could. I believe that the difference in death rates can be traced to the fundamental human need for a reason to live. Let us make human beings in our own image, God said. And let us give them dominion, rule that is be strong and powerful and creative in the service of the good over all of creation and creatures and especially human beings also made in God's image. So today, I want you to think about what's one problem and what's one purpose. You don't really have a purpose if you don't have a problem. For me, it's really shifted but become very, very intense. My problem is just the pain that life involves given the journey. We all go through journeys, the journey that I'm on. And my purpose is to seek to use that pain to try to help other people that experience pain and point them not just to pain relief, but to meaning and God and purpose and life and love in the community of the fellowship of the withered hand where we can't, but God can. So today, whatever it is, maybe your problem is financial, maybe it's relational, maybe it's emotional, maybe it's anxiety, maybe it's depression, maybe it's guilt, I know the weight of that. Maybe it's something at work, maybe it's that you don't have work. You got a problem and you have a purpose. I know this because God made you in his image and you are a dominion bearer. So today, thank you God for my purpose. Help me, God, with my problem. End of the teaching. Beginning of your day with God. So get out there. You and God make it happen. Glorious chaos.
Thanks for joining us. My name is Tim. I'm a part of the team here at Become New. If you'd like to receive the emails that go along with each video, you can let us know at becomenew.com slash subscribe. Or if you'd like to receive a text alert whenever we release a new video, you can text the word become to the number 855-888-0444. If you have a prayer request, please let us know. You can text that request to that same number, 855-888-0444. There's a group of us who meet every day to pray over those requests. So we look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time.